0: My mom is a gardener. I remember many spring and summer evenings spent with her in our backyard as she taught me how to plant and care for flowers and vegetables. As I learned to garden with her, she would gradually let me dig up new sections of our yard to grow new things. It was exciting to see the garden spread season by season until much of our yard was surrounded by new growth. To this day, I love gardens, although our home is not set up very well for one. I love visiting at homes in our church and community, though, to see how people are nurturing their own plots of land. I always enjoy sitting in the Heslitz backyard each season, seeing what Cecily has added to her masterpiece. Or spending evenings feasting on the deck of our beloved friends, Mark and Giselle, while admiring their lush tomato plants. There's something deeply fulfilling about these gardens. Yesterday at Central, we read the story of Jesus' disciples coming face to face with him for the first time after his resurrection. One of the most outstanding points that the Gospels make about this encounter is that Jesus was, at first, mistaken for a gardener. It would seem that this is more than just a silly mistake. The Gospel writers are almost certainly trying to get a point across. Jesus has risen, and he is the gardener of a new creation. Jesus immediately invites his followers to go and tell others what they have seen. He wants them to make people aware that death didn't defeat him, that God really was starting a new thing in his resurrection. I think this is like the turning over of new ground, tilling new earth so that it's ready to be planted and then nurtured. The gardener is beginning to expand what has begun in him. But there is much more that has to happen next. Jesus has spent his life to that moment nurturing the lives and the world near him through relationships of love and grace, prayer, healing, and loving correction when needed. He has been tending the lives of those with whom he lived. Just before his death, Jesus sat with some of these followers and told them, What I began to do among you, you will now continue to do. As I have loved you, you will now love each other. As I have taught you, you will now teach and grow each other. The gardener is passing the task of of nurture and growth on to others so that the garden expands. After the followers of Jesus have seen him risen from the dead, they went and told others what they saw. They, they tilled the new earth. And then they entered the truly difficult task of nurturing each other's lives in a community of love and grace and all that Jesus began to do among them. This is the church, the expanding garden. In light of the resurrection, we are told to go and tell of what we have seen, namely, the risen Christ. Yet we are also charged with the ongoing task of nurturing that new ground. Together, we take our part in tilling, planting, weeding, and watering. We all help in the expansion and care for Christ's garden. I wonder... What is your place in his garden? How can you best help in the expanding, beautiful outgrowth of Christ's new life in our community right now? And how are you allowing yourself to be nurtured and tended to by the church of Jesus? After all, you too are a part of the expanding garden, and you are a beautiful part Of the church. This has been a great journey together. In the past 22 days, we have seen much pain and agony, and yet our story ends, or rather continues, in a beautifully expanding garden of new life. At the start of this journey, we saw Jesus agonizing in a garden. Later, we saw him crowned with thorns out of the earth. Now, finally, we see him risen to everlasting life as the gardener. He invites you and I to set our faces to him, and in doing so, to be part of his life, now and forever. Amen.